All right, everyone. John Gonzalez, as we said, here from MLive.com and Michigan's Best. Amy Sherman. So uh, let's let's get to it because uh, it's it's summer now, right? And we've come out of uh, Michigan's Best, uh, um, you know, outdoor dining that we did in the winter time, and now we're heading into summer. Yeah, that's right. And and the thing that's kind of cool is that a lot of the places um, that put social districts together for the winter months have decided that they are so successful for the communities that they're going to keep them through the summer. Some of them are expanding and some of them are changing. And so we're going to do a roundup of different social districts across the state that are still going to be around to enjoy this summer. And we've got someone here to talk to us about a place that you visited, John, this past winter and loved, and they're making some changes for summer. That's right, Amy. So uh, I spent some time visiting Niles, Michigan, and uh, both of us kind of went our separate ways this winter. We went to different spots and uh, because of COVID and everything happening. But um, I loved my time in Niles. And one of the persons that reached out to me early on, along with the mayor, uh, was Lisa Crotu. <laughs> Crotto, sorry. Crotto, it's Crotto Revolato. Crotto Revolato. <laughs> Lisa, how you doing from downtown I'm Niles? I'm good, how are you? We're doing fantastic. So uh, a lot has changed since we were there this winter time, but tell us, First of all, a little background on winter and when you started and, and how things got going there in, in Niles at the Node. Sure. Um, when the governor put the restrictions on indoor dining in September, um, it became apparent we needed to do something to help our restaurants. Um, our city administrator came to me and said, what do you think about making an area downtown that we close off a road and create a common um, area for, for restaurants to be able to send people to be able to eat? So we closed off a small portion of our second street and the node was born. And we worked with local foundations and the city to, to get tables and chairs and um, a beautiful fire pit that has been the focal point. And um, as time progressed, more and more people came to the node. Um, even as restrictions start to be lifted, in the summertime, people like to be outside all the time, and not all of our restaurants have the benefit of outdoor dining. So we made the decision, worked with council, to extend it for at least a year and see what we can make it into. And um, it's a really fun project. Well, before we talk more about the summer, Amy, I want to tell you that one of the things I loved about downtown Niles is the way that community came together. Lisa was right, it was a it kind of was a, a community effort, a group effort. And mm -hmm. I loved how, you know, people were volunteering just to, to clean things up, right? From the garbage to, you know, to just organizing things. They were donating supplies and, and tables and, and things. You know, it really was kind of like a, a community coming together. Absolutely, absolutely. And it wouldn't have happened without that, um, but it, it was, people that saw the need and um, and wanted to do something fun. And this was a really fun project to be involved in and insanely helpful for our businesses downtown to be able to give them a place to have customers come. Yeah, it's been fun to see that happen across the state. I know in, in uh, places like Rockford and uh, Northville, they kind of, the communities did the same thing, which I think is such a testament to these communities that it, it was truly, uh, coming together of businesses, of just regular citizens. Um, and I'm talking businesses that maybe aren't the restaurants downtown, but other businesses that didn't wanna see their downtowns fail and wanted to see them thrive during a difficult time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That part's been nice. It has, it's been really nice. So as we move into summer, Lisa, what kind of changes can people see at the Node? What's new and what's different? 
well, we are, um, we, we were, we were done on a wing and a prayer when we started kind of the lighter, quicker, cheaper. So it was not as attractive as folks would like it to be. Um, what we have done is made barrier covers for our um, really ugly orange <laughs> Jersey barriers that were blocking the road. Um, and what we did was we took apart the donated windbreaks that were stockade fencing, cut them, stained them different colors and made them look like barn board. And so now on either end of the node, there'll be two tall bars um, that people can also use and stand against. Um, we are adding large games. Um, this week we'll be bringing out four foot um, connect four and big ground checkers and um, Jenga. Um, as the as the north end gets gets built, we are going to have one of the areas be kind of a, a cupboard, and we have a ping pong table that people can pull out, um, giant dominoes, giant dice, and we're going to put some just plain old board games that people can just grab and and go and sit and play. Well, uh, Lisa, one thing that really you know kind of impressed me was how you helped those restaurants locally and. Amy and I write extensively about the restaurant community throughout the state of Michigan. And that's one thing that we've been watching closely, how these restaurants were impacted by COVID. As restrictions start to, uh, to change and people are able to get into the restaurants, what, what feedback are you getting from restaurants? Number one, uh, did, were they big fans of continuing the node in the summer? And how did it help them survive in the winter? Uh, yeah, the, they are big fans. Um, now they're facing a different set of challenges, and I believe we're no different than every other community in the state um, with finding help. And so to be able to open your restaurant fully when you can't be fully staffed, it's nice to be able to have a carry-on option for people that they can still come in and enjoy, but not necessarily in your restaurant, but still enjoy your food um, and go down to this common area. Um, we have one that you met, El Amigo Pepe, he has actually closed the restaurant for the summer and is going to use food truck and the node um, to be able to do because they just can't get staff to be able to adequately staff it. And um, that's a frustration for everybody, but most of all the restaurants that really want to be able to provide great service. And if they don't have the staff to be able to do it, then they have to be quick on their feet and figure out a way. And here, luckily, we've got this space and um, believe that it'll help fill a need and get them through to the other side when they can find staffing. That's awesome. So um, John, I know when you went down there, you tried a lot of different food. What other places would the two of you recommend in the know that people grab something to eat from? Or maybe a cocktail? Yeah, well, the, the taco place was great. Uh, Pepe there had some great birria tacos, Amy, which I know you would love if you were there. Um, there was also pizza and uh, you know, there was a distillery and uh, there were desserts. And you, have, you must have a lot of different dessert places. Um, we, we have a few um, and our, our restaurants have really good desserts anyway. Um, we, we are a Main Street community and our transformational strategy that we adopted in 2017 was to focus on local foods because it's still something that will, people will travel for a really great food experience. And we have been very blessed and have some really phenomenal food opportunities. Um, anywhere from our local distillery that does um, three different types of, of craft alcohol, cocktails and um, burgers and the best cheese curds you're gonna get down in this area. Um, <laughs> and then we have Gabrizio's that's an Italian cafe and bakery and they've 
kind of branched down into doing some Italian to-go food, which is really fun. Um, a smoke and gems. I think that he brought down um, steaks for you that night. So you can, you can have steaks and ribs and burgers and everything in between, pizza and you name it. There's, um, you can get just about everything that you want in downtown Nile. One stop eating, and then you can One take it to the node and enjoy the outdoors. <laughs> right, your whole your whole family can come, and and nobody has to feel like having the same thing. <laughs> you you can all get from somewhere else and still dine together, which is fantastic. Now, Lisa, I I think I saw a picture of the node where people were doing yoga outside in the winter. Yeah. You guys have activities down there too, right? We absolutely do. Um, yoga's. Uh, let's see that we have a yoga lady that does. Um, the first Saturday they do yoga and then go across to the to the brewery and have mimosas, um, a flight of mimosas, which is always fun. Um, on Monday nights she does family yoga, so it's really cool on Monday nights because you have anywhere from two year two years old to eighty year old people out in the street doing yoga. Um, we are getting set to put a stage up to add music to. The, the nodes so that we'll be able to have local performers and it's not going to be gigantic bands but more acoustic kind of things and we're engaging with our artists in the area to have a space so we hope to have an artist throughout the summer um, rotating and someone they're always you know doing doing their art and selling um, and we're going to have a couple of spaces for other artists and crafters that might want to be down there uh, just, just always, always something. We're throwing around the idea of bringing back um, B movies and beer, and using one of the buildings to put those on. Um, but there, there's a team right now that's currently working on a full schedule of fun things. So you might not know exactly what's going to be happening down there, but you know it's going to be something cool. One thing that I loved about downtown too, the number of antique shops. I mean, you can really get down to to Niles downtown there and explore. I mean, it's a beautiful setting. The river's right there. All these great shops and restaurants that you would not realize were there. Okay. Um, there's just a lot to do downtown. There is. And it's, um, this, it's about getting people out of their car so that they can walk through and actually see what's there. And we've yet to have anybody um, that's gotten out of their car and wandered around that hasn't found something that they didn't realize was, was there before. Because you don't always see it driving 40 miles an hour down the road. That's a good point about these um, social districts is it does get you out and walking around to experience the town different and you're much more likely to pop into each and every shop and check it out. Absolutely, that's what we found. <laughs> well, Lisa, this is all great information. If people wanna find out more about the Node down in Niles, Michigan, the social district that you guys put up this past winter and are continuing through the summer, where should they go? Um, they can go to the Facebook page, the Node, the Niles Outdoor Dining Experience Facebook page. Um, or our website, which is uncoverniles.com. Well, thank, thank you so much. <laughs> Go ahead, John. No, I, was, no <laughs> I was gonna say th thank you, Lisa Crotto, which rhymes with Lotto. We appreciate it. Uh, so much fun hanging out with you and catching up on the node because I did have a great time down there and I loved how the community supported, um, supported uh, you know, each other. Uh, and I also love the fact that uh, you guys won the vote, right? You guys got people to vote for best... Michigan's best outdoor dining, and uh, that's proud. <laughs> yeah, you should be proud of that. Tell the mayor hello. Tell all the businesses hello, and we'll see you soon. We'll do. Thank you so much. If you want to get more information about social district dining across the state of Michigan and more Michigan restaurant news, head to mlive.com.